We are joined by the Education Minister, Stephen Lecce. Good morning, sir. Good morning, John. Where are we at this hour? Is there any hope or is there, do we have a strike tomorrow? Uh, the union has certainly uh, committed to their proceeding with the strike. Uh, and I think that is uh, entirely unacceptable given the, the reason why we're here, John, is that they have demanded, uh, going back to Sunday when this all started, when they put the province in a five-day footing, for a nearly 50% increase in compensation. They threatened to strike if they didn't get those dollars. Okay, but hold on, hold on. I don't want to get incredibly deep into the numbers, but that is an exaggeration. I mean, 50% is a grosso modo expression for what would happen if every single working educator, including teachers, got what these guys are trying to get, which is considered just trying to lift the lowest paid workers higher. No, no, John. When I talk about this, I'm referring to this entirely for CUPE specific. 33% in salaries plus an additional increase that brings us to nearly 50% in compensation when you add up that they want five days that are not paid, five unpaid, five, five paid days off. They want time for prep time. These are all things part of the original proposal that was the basis for Sunday. They said, we didn't get this and now we're striking. 33% in salary alone over three years. Now, to your point, Whatever we accept with QP is the floor in the negotiations with the teachers. We have brought forth a reasonable offer. We gave them an off-ramp on Sunday to avert a strike on Friday. They put themselves on this path, and we're doing whatever it takes to keep the kids in class full-time without disruption. Because we're here, John, because QP has completely unreasonable demands, and more importantly, they refuse to withdraw the strike notice. And frankly, what other choice do we have but to proceed with a bill that ensures some stability for these kids after the last two really brutal years for children, for learning, for mental and physical health? That's why we're here. We would would have preferred a voluntary option, John, but they are insisting on a strike. And thus, what alternative does a responsible government have other than to say enough is enough? Now, QP did come back lowering some of its demands. Is that uh, does that make anything possible today or it's still a non-starter? I mean, John, they're still striking. Take the strike off the table. That was my message to them yesterday. Now, we're now on the day the bill, you know, is intended to pass and they're still proceeding with the strike. And so the greatest obstacle to stability here and some sort of agreement has been the union from day one. This is a union in the summer before the government even proposed our first pass, meaning the first time we presented our first offer to the union. They were already intending to go on a get a strike mandate because this is their plan all along. And I just think it is so unfair for kids in the province. If this is about children, then they would have stayed at the table and worked with the government to come to some agreement that we could all live with, maybe even love. Instead, they're proceeding with this strike, and they've announced yesterday it may go on and on. And that's why I think this bill is so critical to avert this type of instability that I think really puts their own interests ahead of that of 2 million kids who paid the price of this pandemic. They need to be in school. Okay, well, and to pick up from what you have just said, I mean, clearly this it's a blunt instrument, but it's not discouraging them from walking out. And you're absolutely right. It does appear that on Monday we're also going to have a strike. It is a it is necessary in order to create some stability because uh, they've committed to a strike that I think no one wants and these kids don't deserve. I can't speak to their decision points after Friday. If the bill passes, which is the intention this afternoon, a strike on Friday, of course, would be illegal. Uh, and we're asking our members to be law abiding and to remember when we we brought forth a proposal of 10 percent. They are maintaining the best health benefit plan for themselves and their families. 
their pensions, which are perhaps the gold standard in Canada, and 131 days of, of sick leave. I mean, I ask those watching today or those listening today, do you have a pension? Do you have health benefits? Do you have absolute job security? Do you have, you know, uh, hundreds of days of sick leave? And I mean, obviously, the answer is most people in this economy don't. Now, I'm not suggesting we should take those away. I'm actually saying let's protect those entitlements. Let's increase the pay. This has become all about salary for uh, and, and benefits for the workers instead of any discussion about the impacts on kids. And so, obviously, we don't have a choice. We have to move forward with a bill that says to parents that we're going to say enough and create uh, um, you know, an element of, of, of certainty for kids and their one million parents, and over a million parents, who now are scrambling for child care, who are really impacted by this. And, John, it's not... It's the most vulnerable kids among us that pay the biggest price. And that's why I think this is so regrettable that we're here. And it's just, it just, frankly, very, very sad that these children have to stay home after two years. They should be in class, which is the basis for why this bill exists, because they put themselves on a strike on Sunday, even when we gave them an offer when we increased our offer. Right. And that's why I think, you know, we're expressing an element of frustration, because this should, you know, to your point about the blood insurance, you know, we, it's an exceptional time, and we use it on the basis that the union has proceeded with the strike, even though we were continuing negotiating. I mean, we never left the table. We were there last night till 10 p.m., our team. It's just, you know, it's late into the evening. It just, it just underscores for me the, the, the sense that parents are frustrated that every few years there are disruptions. And I think any responsible government would say, we're going to stand up for kids, we're going to protect their rights, to learn and be in school, and obviously uh, advance a deal that I think is very fair and very reasonable in this economy. Thank you, Stephen Lecce. Okay, have a good day.